0: Blue Wire Podcast. Hey, what's
1: up, guys? Welcome to a Sunday edition, May 7th, of Crossover OBR Film Breakdown. Jake Burns, joined by all eyes on Cleveland's Brad Ward. No, Brad's the OBR. We're the OBR. It all comes together. We're here for Sundays. Things I think I know about Cleveland Browns. It is now a week, full week removed from the draft, and we don't have a ton to hit on. You know, we could pick apart little things, a lot of conjecture-based things. The Browns did make a couple roster moves this week, one minor one. With Colby Gossett, the other one, a huge one in my opinion, which is a safety Rodney McLeod who brings so much. veteran presence, scheme diversity, alignment diversity, can do a lot of fun things in this uh, defense under Jim Schwartz who absolutely loves him. And we'll kind of tie that into what we're talking about. But we don't have – usually Brad and i's format is we'll go back and forth and we'll give some things. And uh, we, we kind of decided before this show – we have just one thing, and we're going to talk about that, and I think it's a pretty important thing. Actually, it's, it's wildly important for where your Browns fandom is. So we'll get to that in just a second before I got to ask. Brother Brad, what's happening? How's your weekend going?
0: Good. I'm mean, having a good weekend. Lots lots of baseball uh, for my son. I feel like it's been nonstop. Uh, and uh, had a good weekend, though. You know, it feels like a Sunday, strangely, uh, it and it's only Saturday. It so.
1: I think it's the weather. The weather being nice does that. It'll trick you into thinking it it's a little later in the weekend when you come off all those terrible weekends of weather. Yes. And especially like early last week, it was so rainy and cold. And we had just gotten a puppy. And I was like, this is the worst take them outside weather ever. Uh, so, no, yeah, it's the worst. Anyway.
0: You know, you know, it's bad when the dog like doesn't want to go out. Right. And the exactly dog's like, right. come on. Exactly. Right. Come on, dad. My so, dog just looks at me crack, when it's raining. and is like, door. are you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm not going out there in this. Yeah, yeah, come on, I man. Feel it. Um,
1: right. We're trying to encourage him to go out there. So, yeah. anyway, uh, baseball, uh, high school baseball, loved it playing it. Hate watching it. Can't. It's yep. the most mundane thing. Yep. You get these pitchers who walk seven guys an inning. And oh, my God. I love my nephew. I was watching his game today. And I know you've spent plenty of time watching recently. Like, it is. Yeah just a, a horribly mundane sport to watch at the high school level. So shout out to you for sticking through that stuff.
0: Yeah, it is. I, I mean, I got to give them credit. Their baseball is pretty good. It's it's not, there's not a lot of uh, errors and sloppiness. They're pretty crisp. Most teams they play and the pitchers are pretty sharp. So it, it's pretty good baseball. It moves at a pretty good pace, to be honest, it, it, you know, it's not as bad, like he'll go play summer league later, and that's that cool. is really hard to watch, right? Like it's just, rough. Yeah. Yep. So I feel it. But so you get two versions better.
1: of tired people. Two two tired yeah. people here recording the spot. So we yeah. decided on one topic. What we're gonna say is this. And what I've kind of been thinking is this, Brad. So the we spent a lot of the week and you and I kind of going at our colleagues, Jack Duffin and Mike Keefe, just kind of going (laughs) at them about if you paid attention over the past week or so, it's been about largely the Dorian Thompson Robinson pick and just where we differ on the thought process around adding guys with perceived talent, right? That could be potentially worthwhile positionally and blah, blah, blah. We don't have to go through it again, but you know, we spent all that time Saturday, the, the third day of the draft, talking about this, looking at safeties on the board, Jamie Robinson, Antonio Johnson, some guys we thought could help. While the Browns clearly had a plan in place, like, Hey, we don't like the value of some of these guys at these spots. We're not going to reach. We have Rodney McLeod who we can get and we'll be fine this year. And we'll maybe even have potential to figure something out with Grant Delpit financially down the road. Like they're not, it's clear. They're not stressing over it. And as we sit here, Brad, and, and we're going to have more discussions through the next month or so, about another running back alongside Jerome Ford because you're one injury away from, uh, to Nick Chubb, knock on wood here, uh, away from having just Jerome Ford and whoever else, right? Like Hassan Hall or whoever else at this point. They have to solve Felton?
0: that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Felton I would be involved
1: too. Sorry for forgetting him. Um, and then they also have to figure out another defensive tackle because I was talking on the radio this weekend with somebody about this exact fact that right now, you know, you're kind of thinking, Dalvin Tomlinson, that's great. It's huge help, right? Siaki Ike is going to play a role too, but outside of that, if Tristan Hill and and Mo Hurst, who they brought in, guys that are on one year, very much proven deals, don't pan out, which it's very likely they won't pan out based on their proven track record now for years in the NFL. You're talking about another rotation that includes Tommy Togia and Jordan Elliott. So they need to add one more body there. And that's fine. We're going to talk about it probably more than we should. And the general point here is they seem to actually be all in, right? We have talked about it. We have gone through different ways in which they prove it, but they are really all in. So the question becomes this. I think the thing that I keep arriving on as we go through and we're very meticulous at the OBR, we break down positions. We do a lot of deep dive stuff. Is it more complex than this Deshaun Watson has to be really pardon my language effing good he has to be really effing good and if he's not then the question becomes was it worth it right because the question becomes can like there's two there's always this way of looking at sports that I enjoy and I hope I articulate this well there's there's process driven thought process and then there's results driven right where you are this this Result happened. I'm either happy with it or bad like or mad about it. Or on the other side of that, you can look at the process. And what I mean by the process is the decisions made both off the field by those who make decisions about rosters and so on and so forth. And the process on the field or quarter, wherever you're a fan of, where you say they did all the right things, but the results just didn't work out where they say in the NBA, make or miss league. Right. And I think what I feel, Brad, then you can respond to this in your own way. I feel like they are take, they're not perfectly there yet but they have taken care the process has been really really good. It's been really good, almost great. We talk about the Browns doing some similar things to the Eagles and in terms of like people liking decisions made and where they're coming from and why they do them, not just in-house like people in Cleveland or those who cover them locally, but nationally people give them a lot of credit too. The process seems good, but are people ready to live with you? You do all the right things perceptionally here. And I know there's some subjectivity to doing all the right things, but they have sure. patched so many holes. They have gone after the quarterback that took so much to go after. And again, they could have gone down the Matt Ryan road or the Derek Carr road and flipped the coin and maybe, hell, like landed on Will Levis this offseason. I don't know where that road took them, but like. They went after everything. They've gone after the quarterback, the wide receivers. They've done everything, but the results still might not be there. If Deshaun isn't Deshaun and Kevin doesn't get the most out of this group, there is a reality here that is very real in my mind on a somber Sunday, I guess here, where you say the process was right. They did all the right things. Coaches, they changed the two coordinators. They gave every piece of the pie that they possibly could. And Kevin's coaching them up the right, but they're just not getting the results. And like my fear is that it's not a fear, Brad. It's just my the way I view the sport is that people mm-hmm. will forget about the process when they see the result. There's a world where that could they could have both great process and results here. Not saying that they are going to have a bad they could very well win double-digit games this year. And I think the expectation is that they win double-digit games, not by everybody who covers the sport, but by uh, a lot of people who are doing predictions, I feel like are under 10, but I think the Browns feel like they're going to be pretty good. And I think we do too, but I'm just saying like they clearly could get bad results because the NFL is these coin flip games and maybe Deshaun never becomes the Deshaun that we all thought he would be when they traded for him. So I'll throw it to you, man, and shut up for a while here. But this is just something I'm constantly sort of thinking about is I think their process has been good. It's not a finished process yet. There's more to come. It's been good. But there still might be a world here pretty easily, actually, where the result just still doesn't hit for how good the process is.
0: Yeah, so um, as far as, you know, we're a year out now from, the major decision that turned all this right and it was a i always phrase it a win at all cost move right the watson move was a win at all cost move um you were willing to take on the financial burden as well as every other little bit of burden that came with it and a lot of that wasn't fun right and uh still some of it might not be uh but um, I agree with you that I don't agree with every move they make, but they're it. They are clearly to your point, all in right. And they are clearly going for it. Right. Uh, McLeod signing is one that you probably wouldn't even make if you weren't all in. Right. Like you just let a younger guy back up your safeties. Right. Or, uh, some of the moves that they've made here, the Elijah Moore, and then getting another wide receiver in the draft that you really like. And then, you know, uh, they've just, they, they're clearly all in, right? And um, you're right. It's in, the NFL is so fickle um, year in, year out, that you could even get a great performance out of Watson, Jake, and, and not get the results that you that you a deserve from doing the process correctly and b expect if he put up the numbers that you think that he should like you could get the numbers from him you could get the play from him and you could still not get the result you want like that's how fickle the nfl is you could lose a bunch of close games because of some nonsense we've seen it happen before right like Um, so I do think that you have to get, I'm not convinced you have to get like Watson all the way back to like what he was in 2020, but you've got to get pretty close, right? You've got to get a a much better Watson than last year, obviously, but I don't, I don't know if he has to be that good. I think they've done a pretty good job of um putting a lot of talent on this team like i i listen like you look at all the power rankings in the world jake uh they all have the browns in the 20s to 18s it's the watson tax right like uh the nationally there's just a watson tax on any kind of ranking i think like uh i i was on a show and they asked me about uh CBS sports ranking the Browns 18th in their off season with a grade of C and the 18th worst off season. In, and that's absurd, right? Like that's not, I said, that's the Watson tax, right? People just don't want to give the Browns credit because of it's too close to that happening. Right. Um, and that's fine with me. We talked about this. I'm totally fine with them flying under the radar, but as far as their process goes, it's been good. Um, it's, to your point, nearly great. They are all in. We shouldn't forget that they did this, that this process was here, that they are pushing the chips in as fans. We should be happy that they're doing that. Um, And, and I don't want to say the, real
1: quick before you like yeah. the happy part you mentioned there is important. There's mm-hmm. a, I mean, like the question you would ask if you, if the, if it doesn't work out here, and like the question you should ask is: Should would you have preferred they've gone a different route? Would you have no. preferred they chase like I mentioned earlier the Matt Carr, or uh, uh, sorry Matt Ryan, or this year the Derek Carr scenarios? Would you have preferred that as a fan? Maybe some no. of you would have. Maybe some of you would have wanted to chase the draft or uh, try to trade for Jordan Luff. I don't know. I just do know. They're desperate. And I don't mean that they're desperate based on actions. I think they've done a lot of calculated things too. I think as desperate as some of the diehards of this fan base are to win, they're desperate. They're trying everything. That's the one, you know, I think over the years, Jimmy Haslam has proven to be kind of an incompetent nut with football, but he has really stepped away and given his guys a chance and he's given them real money to get it done. And like to me, they might not, and this is like the bills are also a great example, Brad, where they have everything in place. Now they've gone to places we could dream of going right now, but they've had everything in place and their process has been really strong, but they haven't won a Super Bowl. The result hasn't happened. And that's kind of what, what I'm getting at here is I think the process over the past five years, since hiring Kevin four years has been really, really strong. Now, they, they had some tough decisions to make on Baker and some others, but they have chased this title, a chance to win the, ti- the chance to put themselves in the season. They have a chance to perform this year. They have chased that really, really hard. And I do think largely their process has been pretty good. You could pick apart part like little pieces of it, but yeah. I do think they've done a great job here. And the question you have to ask yourself as a Browns fan is, can I now live with the results? Can I live with the fact that even though everything is in in line and you think that based on the options presented to Andrew Barry in the front office, that they've done everything right, is it still going to bother you, crush you, eat at you if they don't get deep in the playoffs and go to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl? I think there will be some people with that feeling, but I, me, how I view it, I have just really enjoyed watching the plan unfold here, kind of really excited about the next two years, about how the plan ends up going, whatever direction it goes. And I just have a lot of respect for, they. I, I really do think they've run, this is going to maybe get a lot of flack, Brad, but they chased Watson, and I know that that brought a lot of what you just said, Watson tax and negativity, but they've made a ton of right decisions.
0: Damn. They really
1: have while it's been publicly scrutinized around Baker and all these, you know, the guys who loved him and all that. And I, I know that you can pick apart the, the, the Watson thing and that's fine. And maybe it ultimately ends up blowing up because Watson never becomes the guy used to be, but he was a hot commodity and they were chasing an answer at quarterback that you just can't find because the draft at after Watson lands, Kenny Pickett is the top quarterback. And who knows if they would have been anywhere near close enough to draft one of the guys, this year or had to sell themselves their soul again in the draft just to move up for a potentially a CJ Stroud or an Anthony Richardson. And who knows where those guys are going? So like, I just think their process despite some minor pieces you can pick has been really good. And I just want to say, I appreciate that. I do appreciate how, how thorough they've been. And, And again, I think that we obviously could pinpoint. They left defensive tackle out in the weeds last year, but this year, as you can see, Like If you can't see their all-in nature this year, I don't know what you're looking at. And if you can't see why they thought they needed to roll over some money and do some things to sort of leave wiggle room to be better off when Watson was full strength, that to me was pretty obvious. They thought they could maybe work around some things last year. But this is it. They're showing you this is it. And like, I think that what I would say, Brad, is I can live with the results because I think the process has been strong. But I think Browns fans have a decision to make on that about do they care about the process or the results? That's kind of the Sunday thing I think I'm thinking here is like a huge moral fan dilemma about results or process.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to... It's hard. It's really hard for a fan to separate the two, right? Like, I think it really is. Like, um, we... You know, because we do this and cover this every single day and a lot of fans are right there with us. But like it's um, it's I think it's a little easier for us to enjoy the process of it because there is some nuance to it and, and some fans, too. But like, you know. I wouldn't change anything. Listen, I'll, I'll leave it at how I feel, right? I, I wouldn't change anything. Uh, I think that they were faced with a incredibly difficult decision with Baker Mayfield. And I think they made the right move and then they doubled down on it and chased down the unpopular but best chance to win scenario. And I give them credit for quarterback to that. hit the market like that, yes. right? Like yep. the... the it just, and it just and sucked they,
1: that that's the only route, Brad. But that is it. Right. I mean, who could have foreseen Lamar? And who knows if they could have even gotten really in on Lamar the way they wanted to,
0: or any team? Wanted I, to, right? I don't think. I don't think any team could. You know, really, the way that it played out, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think that to make the decision to cut bait with Baker and and, and go after Deshaun like that clearly. F- strictly football-wise, was the right decision. And um, whether that works out or not, we don't know. Um, but I commend them for that, and uh, I will remember that, too. And, 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 you know, I think the fans should frame this, too, Jake, that if you think that the people are making the right decisions, then – and, and and even though the outcome maybe not what you want, I think you try to continue to get those people to make decisions because the outcome eventually be, will be what you want. So I just hope that I guess worst case scenario, Jake, because I wouldn't change anything, is that the outcome is good enough to keep these guys in place.
1: At least, at least some of them. I hope it would not be some sort of clean house from from staff to front office Correct. and, and, and uh, wouldn't it wouldn't and be ashamed. it wouldn't be it would be a shame because I have really never felt more confident that a group will figure this out. Whereas with Sashi and the guys that he his leadership there, I didn't have that confidence with Andrew. I do. I think Andrew is a, is a nice mix of modern analytical thinking GMs, but also with a with a great dash of football guy mixed in there, too. Yep. And I do think yep. Kevin is the right coach. I'd hate to be wrong this year. It's more than plausible I could be, but I think he's the right coach too. But again, how far into the weeds of process and results can you waver as a fan, as an analyst, what we're trying to do while you know respecting what they have done, the decisions they have made with the options they've been given and and what the potential results results are based on that. That's always the dangerous dance in any pro athletics, is you know, there were years Brad where the, where the Indians organization was doing the, the right process oh. every year and they never got the Great result example. despite the process so like i think yep. we're pushing into the browns first this is the first real window of what i think is a team that is built to really compete and like really really not fake not not phony like smart in the front office i think a smart coaching staff that has only improved this offseason a group of players that has been vastly improved talent pool wise. I truly think they're in a window of competition now, two to three years where they can do this. And that's exciting. But the NFL's and the AFC, especially Brad in even tighter. The AFC North is a son of a bitch. It's really hard. It is. Those games are coin flips at times, man. So I just kind of wanted to leave fans with that on a Sunday, which is a lot to chew on especially because you've st- you know it's easier to have like say the browns won a super bowl in 2007 right brad and then we're chewing on this yeah. 12 13 years it's easier to digest but we're asking it's them a
0: lot once easier, again to make
1: yep. <laughs> yeah once again make a tough you know we just want results browns fans want results they just want to see those places they've never seen and right we're uh, talking about life changing stuff way. for
0: browns yeah. fans right yeah, they've never. Yeah. And asking them to in
1: their lifetime, so. asking them to think this yeah. way is tough. It's really hard. I, it's, it's very difficult. What I said at the end of the year, where I said the, I'm asking to have patience again. Like the, it's hard to ask these frigging people to have patience again. But I don't think the I think the patience is over. Your patience should be over. And I think they're doing all the right things to push that patience out the window and say we're here, we're ready. This is it. And I think they're saying that too, Brad. When they said we're no longer building the Browns. This is unleashed. They made it public yep. that we're ready to compete. So
0: yeah, they're, they're no longer that being with? patient. I'm just saying yeah. basically to your point, they're no longer being patient. Like they, within reason they are doing, you know, without being detrimental to your own organization, they're doing everything they can. They are um, doing everything they and, can. I agree. And uh, it feels, that feels good. And, uh, I fully support that. And I think that making the tough decisions that they did and, and seeing it through to the point where you have a chance to come out on the other side. Now it, it's very tenuous time for Browns fans because they are doing everything they need to do. And now you got to see the result, but I, I think it is worth a, really something to think about as fans. Um, where you're at with that, right? With the process, yeah. the people, and the result, because ultimately in the NFL, it doesn't always it's not always a, a linear thing. It's not.
1: We'll leave you with that to chew on for your Sunday, which is a lot, but I think it's the it's the most important question of the year. It really is. They're they're ready to do what we've told you to be patient about, but can you respect even if the results don't arrive what they did and why they did it? That's the interesting moral dilemma. This has been sundays things i think i know about the cleveland browns he's brad ward i'm jake burns he's all eyes on cleveland i'm the obr film breakdown we appreciate you guys joining us stopping by hanging out check out great obr content this week where i know for a fact monday we'll have unscripted and tuesday brad will be moving his live show to all eyes on cleveland on tuesday nights on the twitch channel so check that out among many other fantastic written pieces we appreciate you guys being here stopping by have a great sunday go browns